they own the corner. They own a piece of the block, and they can still be outside with the same music, with the same attire, Jordans or whatever. They, you know, nothing. Those things don't necessarily have to change. That's not what I'm looking to change. Just social consciousness and proper etiquette to the community. So now they have ownership. So now when you walk by, they're gonna look at littering differently. They're gonna look at people walking their, their dogs differently because yeah because now there's ownership and once they take pride in the community that's those are the foundations for sustainability hey everyone i'm jason v and this is local color today's guest is dominic nell aka farmer nell dominic's career as a multimedia artist took a turn when he made a play on words with one of his clients Two weeks of hard work later, he founded City Weeds, an urban farming initiative designed to combat food deserts and empower urban youth. Dominic's been recognized for his work and was selected as a fellow for the 2017 Red Bull Amafico Academy, a global platform for social entrepreneurs. Dominic still works in media today, and as you'll hear, he's got a real talent for finding a need and turning it into an opportunity. Stay tuned. Farmer Nail just might be the coolest looking farmer you'll ever meet. If you saw him walking down the street, you'd think, wow, this guy's pretty stylish. Nice beard. Are those combat boots or just like really nice farming boots? For Dominic, the answer's probably all of the above. I met up with him at the Whitelock Community Farm at the corner of Whitelock Street and Brookfield Avenue. There was an herbal medicine workshop happening across the street, so we retreated to a picnic table that had some shade and the ambient sounds that accompany any urban farm. We got introductions out of the way. Uh, my name is Dominic Nell, also known as Farmer Nell, and I own a business called City Weeds. How'd you get started with City Weeds? I was doing photography for um, the School of Food, which is under City Seeds. And at the same time, I was actually learning how to grow microgreens um, with City Hydro. And through like, and you'd be able to sell something every weekend and make a viable profit off of it. Um, that's the other approach. So it's like, that's the entrepreneurial business model side that, hey, you can grow this in a week, it's low overhead, and then you can sell it on different margins from you know farmers markets to restaurants. People have probably seen them in restaurants used as garnishes or placed on top of different dishes, um, not realizing the true, uh, the true nutritional value of it. And they're actually probably <laughs> the most nutritional thing on the plate. Rather than taking that approach and, and you know selling to high-end restaurants, which there's a market in that. I was focusing on, you know, taking it into inner city initiatives and selling it to people that actually needed the nutritional, like, you know. Accessibility to fresh produce is an issue in many cities, including Baltimore, and that's what Dominic wants to change with City Weeds. He believes many food deserts are actually food apartheids. Because it's designed to be a certain way. With microgreens, any enterprising individual could take a week's worth of time and have a saleable product. As Farmanel mentioned a few minutes ago, growing microgreens has a ridiculously low overhead. There is an initial investment, of course, but the actual process of growing microgreens is pretty easy. Farmanel gave me a quick rundown on how he grows his own. My process is just recycled coconut husk, seeds, and water. Seven days, and then you have vegetables. You have a whole field of, like, you can name it. You know, like, like so right now I got leek which most people just call onion grass in the neighborhood because it has a real strong onion taste. Daikon radishes and um, what we call raven radishes because they're um, purple. And come up with little names for them like leek on fleek, you know, you know, raven radish. 
um, awesome arugula, stuff like that, so the youth can actually relate to it. Earlier when you were talking about people being able to grow microgreens, you, were you saying that it was possible for them to grow them indoors? Oh yeah, so I grow, I grow all my microgreens indoors. So I have a grow room in my space, and, um, and I also like sell starter kits, such as this consciousness and proper etiquette to the community. So now they have ownership, so now when you walk by, they're gonna look at littering differently. They're gonna look at people walking their, their dogs differently because pride. yeah, because now there's ownership, and once once they take pride in the community, that's those are the foundations for sustainability, and just so they can understand that the standard default setting uh, of nature is abundance. So they're so used to coming from a place of lack or without in building these opportunities through farming and um, entrepreneurship skills, it's, it's giving them a base to have abundance. Farmer Nell wants these programs to teach city youth skills that will take them far in life, at the same time allowing them to create opportunities for themselves. Farmer Nell speaks with such passion about city weeds and the other programs he's developed to help Baltimore, but he wasn't always a farmer. In the beginning of the episode, he talked about how he got the idea for City Weeds while he was on a videography job for City Seeds. I asked him about working in media and how he got his start. It came from dealing in acting and modeling and being on a lot of different sets and, you know, just learning the business from being in front of the camera and then not, ne that not necessarily going in the direction that I wanted it to at those times. I was able to see no pun intended, the bigger picture in film direction um, and filmmaking. And so, you know, I knew that I needed to get a camera to, to make films and not really considering the photography aspect of it, but that's a part of having a camera. Um, I was more focused on making films. And in the, and in the process of me not making films, um, I was getting, you know, local photography gigs. And then I just kept being, you know, kind of Johnny on the spot. And, and then just, you know, just disagree with that. <laughs> gotcha. So what do you have, what do you foresee in City Weed's future? You know, I see the business growing with, you know, the youth being the engine of it, you know, maybe even becoming franchised from the standpoint of like um, vacant lots being occupied or, and and that would be the franchise of it as opposed to um, a brick and mortar McDonald's being on every corner. It could be a city weeds option with healthy food options connected to the microgreens and teaching neighborhoods how to grow it so each location that those neighborhoods would be growing it themselves or someone from that neighborhood and all it's just creating a community engagement so they would be little hubs um and you know indoor and outdoor farming um um the juice i see want to see the juice going at least up and down the east coast if not nationwide um i have a juice called kale yeah and what's it called kale yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So people uh, people are really taken to it. Um, <laughs> it was actually built off of, we had a greens and kugel competition right here at um, White Lock Community Farm. 
for those that don't know what kugel is, it's a Jewish dish. It's kind of like what I would describe it as like apple pie made with noodles. Like noodle cake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I made uh, some greens and with microgreens and a whole bunch of other stuff in it. And I just called it Kale Yeah by Farmer Nell. And I actually won. So I wasn't even really trying to win the competition. I was still on the, you know, I just started City Weed. So it was another opportunity for me to expose people to microgreens. So not thinking on how I cooked my greens was going to really engage everybody to the point of them voting on for me. And then so with that, I took some of the ingredients that I made for the actual cook dish, kale, yeah, and then we put it into a juice. Pretty busy person. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. If you want to learn more about Farmanel and get involved with City Weeds or book him as a photographer for your next event, head over to nellaware.com. That's N-E-L-L-A-W-A-R-E dot com. Follow Dominic on Instagram at Nellaware. It's spelled the same way his website is, without the dot com, of course. Today's episode of Local Color was written, produced, narrated, edited, and published by me, Jason V. Follow Local Color on Instagram at Local Color Podcast. You can also like Local Color on Facebook. Head to Local Color's website, localcolorpodcast.com, where you can listen to the entire catalog. Also, please subscribe to Local Color on iTunes to get those push notifications when new episodes drop. Thanks for listening. I'm Jason V, and I'll be back with more Local Color.